I want to be your real estate resource. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Your Real Estate Resource. I'm Steve Ravithis, your host, and today we are lucky enough to have with us Patrick Susi from Golden Gavel Auctions. Um, he started selling antiques at household of household items at the age of 13. He opened his first antique business at the age of 18. Um, he is a graduate of the Mendenhall School of Auctioneering, a member of the National Auctioneers Association, and a member of the Certified Appraisers Guild of America. Patrick is also a USPAP certified appraiser. Seems like you're a pretty important guy, Patrick. Yeah, just a business guy trying to cover all the bases. Yeah. Well, it seems you're, you're definitely well qualified to do that, especially in the uh, the world of auctions. Maybe tell uh, the listeners a little bit about how you guys got started. Um, like I said, we started when I was 13 years old. I started working for an antique dealer down the street from my house, and I fell in love with the antiques. And uh, from there, uh, I opened my first antique shop at 18. Uh, my mother wasn't happy. She wanted me to go to college, but I knew what I wanted to do. So I probably should have listened to her, but I didn't. And uh, then at 25, we started doing auctions and uh, I just got hooked into the auction world and the fast pace, fun, you know, auction. So that's how it all came together. And uh, then I opened up uh, my gallery up here in 1999, and then five years later, we bought the shopping center down the street and uh, expanded to 18,000 square feet. Pretty impressive. If um, if we wanted to get started, what does the process look like? Let's say I'm, you know, I've uh, I've got a house. I'm thinking about selling it, and I've got a lot of stuff inside. Walk me through, and I call you guys. What happens next? Well, basically, what we do is people call us. Um, and our initial visit to go out is free. There's no charge. A lot of people send photos now over the internet. That's a very common thing. Um, and we can tell them what's selling, what's not selling. But the first initial contact is, you know, call and then we come out, take a look. And then we go to a five-step process that we have. Um, step one is an appraisal if you need it. Some people need it if they're dealing with an estate. Other people need it if they're moving, or we also do insurance appraisals if something uh, was damaged in the house. Step two is family disperses the items they're keeping, and it's pretty simple. Some people take the items they're taking, um, and other times we end up delivering things to them, like one lady we just took care of in West Hartford, Connecticut. Her mother passed away, and she wanted her mother's dining room set. So we delivered the dining room set to her, and then we removed her old dining room set and sold it for her. Um, step three is selling everything that um, you do not want that we can sell. And we sell everything from fine antiques and good art and jewelry right down to the lawnmower and household items. Step four is donating things to charity that we cannot sell. You guys can do that yourself on your own or we can do it for you. And then the final step to most houses nowadays is getting a dumpster in there and broom cleaning it so the realtors can do their job. So it sounds like you've got uh, a pretty refined process here. Does it, you know, most people are okay with the process. Most people are struggle with the process. No, once, once we lay it out to them and how the process should work, um, it really goes very well. Um, and we make it very smooth for them. Like, for example, if there's just somebody downsizing that's not dealing with an estate, they're just downsizing. Often the realtors ask us to have a phase one or phase two process. And that's where we come in phase one, take out all the excess stuff or sometimes take out some garbage to make the house presentable. And then phase two is we come in after the house is sold 
and pick up all the other furniture that they use for staging. Yeah, that would help us out a lot. If you can leave furniture, let us get our good photos in there. The house is going to always show better if it's staged versus than if it's vacant. So that's, you know, for, from our perspective, that, that's a huge value add. Um, now, what if like some stuff might have some sentimental value and, hey, I'm not selling this unless I get X. So basically like some sort of a reserve. Can people do that or? Yeah, we have people do that often, um, basically on the higher dollar things. You know, we can't really put value on sentiment, you know, so sentimental value is nice. But, uh, you know, just because, you know, your mother's hutch doesn't mean it's a valuable hutch. Sure. Um, so we do that often. We're a higher dollar thing that they're worried about that we put a minimum bid on it. And that is called a reserve. So if it did not reach that, then it does not sell. Okay, so you get all this stuff out of my house and you bring it down to your warehouse. And then so how often are you guys having an auction of all this stuff? So every Thursday we have an auction at 7 p.m. Okay. Uh, Preview starts at 2 p.m. where the doors open up and people come in. They measure items. They check out what we have. Often they go home, do a little research on it, uh, do, you know, go home and measure, see if the cabinet's going to fit that they're looking at. And then uh, 5.30 we start the early bird auction. And that's where we sell lawnmowers and tools and tag sale items and household items. Um, and then at seven o'clock, we start the main auction where we sell the nicer collectibles and the antiques and, you know, nice clean furniture and that type of thing. Okay. So there's, there's two sessions. Any reason why Thursday? I'm just curious for my own. You know, when we started, uh, we needed a day and it was like, I looked around at what my competition was doing and they had the other days and Thursday was <laughs> so wide Thursday open. Was wide open. Yeah. All right. It's a real scientific approach. That's to, right. To That's Thursday. Right. I never had to go to any of my kids' uh, school um, uh, meetings or anything. I mean, they were always on a Thursday, so I never made one of them. All right. Yeah. Uh, how many items are we usually talking on any given Thursday? So the normal is about 1,000 to 1,200 lots. And a lot could be a set of china, a dining room set, um, or just a box of miscellaneous items. Okay. And is there like a minimum? Like if it's not worth more than $5, you don't take it? No, yeah, we, we try to sell everything for our customers. Okay. You know, if it's not very valuable, we put it in a grouping. So maybe you have, um, you know, snow globes and there's 10 of them in a box to okay. bring up the value. Okay. So I got to kind of ask about some value then. Uh, sure. What's the cheapest item that you've ever sold? <laughs> oh, I think the dollar items there's, there's, are the cheapest items, you know? Yeah. Um, and we got to go, go in the other direction. What's the, the largest item you guys have ever auctioned? Um, well, besides a couple of pieces of real estate that we auctioned years ago, um, and we don't do that often, uh, the most valuable thing was a 17th century carved Buddha that sold for 82500 Wow. And, uh, but we've had a lot of art and other good pieces, you know, 30, 40, $50,000 type pieces. Yeah. But, um, the Buddha was, uh, that's, that's the most now, valuable. Were, were you guys like, what if nobody really came that week or it was a low, you know, and you got a great item there? Are you guys going to sh- call around and say to, to maybe some other dealers when it's something like that? Will you recognize, hey, there's some value here. I got to let some people know that we got this. Yeah, we actually do that ahead of time. Um, so we know people that collect certain things and we know dealers that deal in certain categories. So we'll make sure that we, you know, notify them of items that are coming up. Plus, in today's world with the Internet, um, you know, we get phone calls coming in from all over the world. It's just absolutely amazing. So is your entire all your lots, are they put online as well every week or you have to come to see what you got? 
so they're advertised every week online uh, off of a few different websites, including our own. But once a quarter, we do an online-only auction. So it's online, live, at the same time we're live in the audience. Okay. So that's our only online where somebody can bid right off their computer. Okay. Other than that, they see the ads and they call in. Okay. Um, so is that like the absentee bidding? Is that what that No, process? absentee bidding is when you are busy on Thursday night yep. and you run in Thursday during the day and you see this nice piece of art or something you'd like to bid on and you can leave an absentee bid. And for example, you left $200 on this piece of art and, you know, we try to buy it for you for less. Okay. So sometimes you get it for a hundred or a hundred and a quarter or something, even though you left 200. So that's an absentee bid. Okay. Now in, in real estate, we use a, uh, something called an escalation clause, which says, Hey, I'll give you $5,000 over the next highest bidder. Do you guys have anything like with some sort of a reserve, right? We, we don't use anything like that. Okay. Um, it's live and the action is happening right then. So even people, for the absentee bidder, you can't say, hey, I'll go absent- up to X $100 over because all you really got to do is what? Go a dollar over because you know the bids? And well, in theory, yes, but we don't do that. The people that leave an absentee bid need to leave an absolute max. Okay. So we know what their max is. So if it goes over that, yeah, they, they don't get the item. Okay. Um, you guys have like the fast talker, like when you see, you know, the auctioneer, is that what I'm going to experience when I go or no, we speak very clearly because I, I came back from auction school and I was going so fast with filler words, um, that they teach us to use. It's like a, you know, cattle auction or a, uh, car auction and the public couldn't understand me. Okay. So, uh, my first auction, I was a few items in and people weren't really bidding and, I kind of got the clue that they didn't understand me. So I lost the filler words and I brought it down to a different level and so that they could hear me clearly. Okay. So now we're like, instead of all the filler words we're doing, you know, I have 300 now, three and a quarter, three and a half, 375, 400, four and a quarter, four and a half, 475, 500. I have 475 now, 500, sold 475 to buyer 23. Okay. So that's how we do it now. So it's clear so they understand it and feel comfortable bidding. I like it. I like it. So on top of that, um, there's auctioneers out there uh, that are doing that and putting other stuff in there as well. Is that what you're saying by fillers? Uh, filler words. Yeah. yeah. So they're, so they're, they're doing all those numbers plus some additional stuff. Correct. They're oh, throwing Jesus. in the numbers plus they're throwing in filler words, okay. you know, bid to buy. And okay. so there's, you know, 75, so they can't hear what they're actually, gotcha. you have to listen for that number. Quality. I love yeah. it. I love it. Um, How about the process? Uh, You know, 2,000 square foot house. I got all this stuff. How long is it going to take? So a typical house uh, to empty saleable items takes us about a day. Okay. So we go in there with the crew and uh, pack everything up and inventory. um, And and that takes about a day. And then if we need to come back and do dumpster, that's another day. Okay. And so you come on uh, Monday and you take all my stuff. How long before it's actually being auctioned off? Is it in that Thursday's auction? Not normally, but uh, we're two to four weeks out normally. Okay, two to four weeks. Okay. Mm -hmm. And then um, when do people actually receive their compensation, right? So two to four weeks, you guys have the auction. It sells that Thursday. So in our contract, it's 30 days to pay them. Okay. And often it's sooner than that. I mean, as soon as we get everything sold, everything paid for, we pay it out. Awesome. Um, well, listen, we're, we're coming up against the break here. We've covered quite a bit. Uh, we've got a whole second half, a uh, lot of information. 
If people have additional questions about the auction process, about how you guys work, uh, et cetera, what are going to be the, some of the best ways to get in touch with you? So we have uh, our website is goldengavel.com. Our email is goldengavel at att.net. And then our phone number is 860-623-2100. That's 860-623-2100. And we're right over in East Windsor, Connecticut. What's the physical address there? If somebody actually wanted to attend that Thursday night auction, you said the doors open at 2? Yes, yep. 149 North Road, East Windsor. We're a mile and a half off of exit 45 uh, where the Cracker Barrel is off of 91. Beautiful. Mile and a half down. Guys, as always, if you have any real estate-related questions, uh, you're looking to buy, sell, invest, or maybe even get into the business, um, please don't hesitate to call my team, 413-998-7466, 413-998-7466. We'll be right back with Pat Susie and Golden Gavel. Hi from North Point Mortgage, your local mortgage lender. We cater to first-time home buyers offering a full range of loan programs, including USDA, VA, FHA, and mass housing. With state-of-the-art technology, we streamline the mortgage process for you. North Point has offices throughout New England, including West Springfield, Rocky Hill, and Sturbridge. Please contact Melissa Ostrander at 413-977-8155 or at mortgageswithmelissa.com. I look forward to hearing from you. Melissa Ostrander, MLS number 1396546, North Point, MLS 1515. Are you thinking about selling a piece of real estate in the next three to six months, but aren't sure where to get started? I'm Steve Ravithis. I run Ravithis Realty, and we would love to talk to you about how we can position your property to get top dollar. Our team of experts can help you make the appropriate repairs, stage the property, and make the property stand out online with professional photography and videography. Please give us a call at 413-998-7466. That's 413-998-7466, and talk to one of our listing specialists. Attention Massachusetts and Connecticut homeowners, 2019 is shaping up to be a fantastic real estate market. I'm Steve Ravithis, I run Ravithis Realty, and we focus on Western Massachusetts and Northern Connecticut. Let us help you sell and get top dollar while the market's still hot. Call us at 413-998-7466. That's 413-998-7466. Who you choose to work with matters, and we want to be your real estate resource. Are you thinking about purchasing real estate in the next three to six months, but aren't sure where to get started? I'm Steve Ravithis. I run Ravithis Realty, and we love educating people about the home buying process. We want to be your real estate resource, from helping you find the properties to aligning you with the best local lenders, inspectors, and attorneys to facilitate your transaction. Please give us a call at 413-998-7466. That's 413-998-7466, and talk to one of our buyer specialists. Welcome back, everybody. I'm Steve Ravithis, and this is your real estate resource. Today, we're talking with Pat Susie from Golden Gavel. Um, good first half, man, but we got plenty more to cover. Um, I want to, the, the listeners to kind of understand a little bit about the size of what you guys are, are dealing with. How many trucks, how many employees does this whole operation take? All right. So we have an 18,000-square-foot facility. We have on-site uh, warehousing. Uh, we have six trucks on the road now, uh, box trucks, and then we have, you know, vans and pickup trucks to cater to the other issues that we have to pick up. But um, employees, we're 11 full-timers, nine part-timers, and, uh, you know, we're selling 1,000, 1,200 lots a week. Normal house is two to three houses a week that we're liquidating. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you guys take any weeks off? 
No, uh, we don't take any weeks off. Every single week, you guys got an auction. We have an auction every Thursday. Um, Thanksgiving, we do a Friday auction instead of Thursday. And then uh, once a month, we do a specialty sale on top of that. Okay. So our normal year is around 70 auctions a year. Talk to me about a specialty sale. What does that mean? So a specialty sale. So for instance, um, you know, we might have a toy collection and we do a separate Saturday auction for that. Uh, we just did a big uh, half million dollar jewelry auction that people dealt in Victorian jewelry back in the 70s and 80s. And they had passed away and their daughter decided to sell everything off. And so we did an auction just for jewelry. Um, and then sometimes there's other categories. We did a musical auction with all musical instruments. Uh, we've done gun sales before where we had a gun auction. And so it's any category that there's enough to do an entire sale based on that category. Okay. And then talk about the uh, the acquisition of, of the items. Um, we've talked about, obviously, somebody's downsizing or you got an estate sale. Um, what about like little businesses? Would you guys do that? Or how else might you... Let's talk about some of the other scenarios where you would have some access to product. Yeah. So we do business liquidations. We've sold off a couple of music stores or restaurants, that type of thing. But uh, for the most part, what we're dealing with is the uh, homeowner dealing with the estates that they have, dealing with uh, probate court and the lawyers and trust officers, and then people downsizing. Um, and so we do a lot of downsizing, too, where they need to get rid of things so they can sell their house. Gotcha. Um, you mentioned a little bit about license um, and some schooling that you've done. What is actually required to, to operate what you're what you're? Operating? Well, we have a Massachusetts uh, license for auctioneering. Connecticut does not require one. Uh, but Massachusetts and I think all but all 50 states require it almost besides Connecticut. Uh, okay. So I think it's one of the few that doesn't doesn't need one. But uh, we have a mass license because we do sales up here, too. And um, now when you say you do a sale up here, the actual auction is up here like it's an off site. So sometimes we do off site sales or what we call on site. So we go to a house or a farm, uh, especially when we're dealing with like a farm with large equipment. Instead of the cost of moving all that, we'll go right there and do the sale right there, or we sell a restaurant off. Uh, we'll go right to the restaurant and sell it. So, uh, but we do a lot of farm sales. We do well, I'd say on site at the farm, probably three or four a year. Okay. And uh, what about paperwork? To, are people having to sign kind of a contract? Do I have to sign with you to to, to bring you on board? So we do. Two basics. Uh, we have a basic contract that gives us the right to sell the items and how we're going to market it. And, you know, we break all that out there. And then the second one is a um, listing, consignment listing that shows them, you know, what we actually took. So, so a normal house, you know, you might write down, you know, mahogany dining room set and, you know, a set of Franciscan china. And then you, you run through the other pieces in the house that are big or important or have value. And then we generalize the, the rest and say, you know, additional tools, household items and dishes, et cetera. Okay. And then what about fees that you're, you're going to charge? How does that work? So we basically, um, we go back to our five steps is if they need an appraisal a written appraisal, we charge for that. Okay. And that starts at $350 and goes up. Okay. Uh, step two is, uh, family disperses items they're keeping. That's pretty simple. You know, if you need something delivered, we charge a small fee for that or shipping. Okay. Uh, three is sales. You know, anything we're going to sell, we have a commission structure, uh, that's based on what we're selling for them. And then 
for the donatable things. We don't charge for that. And then if you need us to drop the dumpster and broom clean the house, there's a fee for that. Okay. And there, you know, besides that, there is a pickup fee when we're picking things up versus people bringing them to us. Okay. And it's like a sliding scale, the smaller items you Correct. take, and then a larger item, you're not going to take a, as big of a percentage. Correct. We have four-step scale. Okay. So we sell household items and, and dishes under $50, tag sale type stuff is 50%. Okay. $50 to four ninety-nine is 35%. Okay. So you're keeping sixty five. Yep. Five hundred to nine ninety nine is twenty five to us, seventy five to them. Okay. And any item that's a thousand or more is fifteen percent. Okay. So that's our normal stepping so scale commission. Okay. That makes sense. Um and you mentioned yes, you can sell guns. Yeah, we're licensed, we're FFL licensed dealers, so we can sell guns. And we do everything from fine antiques and art right down to, you know, like I said, the lawnmower even. So why don't we ask the other question? Is there anything that you can't sell? No, not in today's world. We yeah. sell it all besides uh, real estate in most states. Uh, okay. All right. Um, anything particularly hot in today's market that when you get it, you know it's going to fly off the shelf type of a thing? There is. Um, a lot of the antiques are not very hot anymore, okay. but the toy market is hot, whether it's antique toys or collectible toys and Barbies and G.I. Joes. I mean, that's a hot Star market. Wars, oh, Star say. Wars, hot market. Yeah. Uh, we just had a Lego auction where we sold $100,000 worth of Legos that were never opened. The guy just collected them, and we got uh, $4,300 for the Millennium Falcon. Yeah, don't you tell know? my kids about that. Yeah, I mean, it's incredible. Those, um, those Legos sell for enough uh, on the shelf. I can't that's imagine right. what the collectibles are going <laughs> for. Um, the jewelry market's hot. Obviously, gold and silver jewelry, but the costume jewelry has become very collectible. Okay. Musical instruments are doing well. Um, guns, knives, and any uh, military items are doing well. Sterling silver flatware, uh, they scrapped a lot of sets when the sterling market got hot. And uh, so now the sets are worth more than scrap, um, quite a bit more than scrap. And so those are doing well. And uh, U.S. coins are doing really well. The collector market's back on that. I had myself a little coin collection. I had my little book and oh, yeah. put my pennies in there. I had the dimes, I had the nickels. I don't know if I had quarters, but I had a lot of fun doing the, the coin collection. I think I had a, a little mini stamp collection, probably not worth anything. but Well, you know, it's a good way to collect and good way to keep yourself busy. You know, you didn't have that many video games and internet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I still, my, my baseball card collection is still at my parents' house on the upper shelf. So don't I mean, let them throw it out on yeah, you. <laughs> that stuff is still going, huh? It is. Yeah, crazy. Um, how about the younger generations? Do you find that they're collecting anything particularly or? Unfortunately, they're really not, um, and that's what we're having a hard time with. We have people that have these wonderful collections that they've amassed over the years, and they turn around and want to liquidate them, and we really don't have a strong market. You know, like the Hummel collection, for example, people have all those Hummel figurines that they collected, and the book value, you used to get 70 80% of book value without an issue. Now you can buy them on eBay for five, ten percent of book value. Yeah, you know it's it's crazy because there's no other collectors out there for it. Anything else particular that's coming to your head that just has dropped dramatically that you just, man, you know these things were worth a fortune back in the day, and just I can barely get rid of them now. You know, a lot of the collectible market, like you know, everyone collected those plates, the Bradford Exchange plates. Um, there's just almost no market there. The collector market doll, where they did all those. Uh, porcelain dolls those you know the antique ones are still selling good but the regular ones they mass produced 
they just killed the market by mass producing them. Yeah. Uh, that, those are the biggest things I saw take the biggest hit. How are the American Girl dolls holding up? My kid, my daughter's into the American Girl. You know, good investment or what? Not a good investment, <laughs> but they're actually selling though. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's good to know. Good to know. Uh, what else do we have here? How about you know? We talked about the most expensive item that you sold, but anything just like super exciting, unique that you're like, wow, I, I got to sell this, so that was kind of cool. Maybe it didn't fetch a huge dollar amount, but. You know, there is items that come up, and most of it is like collections. I mean, I'm really honored to sell some of these people's collections. I mean, they turn around, they spent their whole life amassing yeah. this collection of whatever the category is, and to be picked to sell it for them, I mean, that, that's very honorable. I mean, sure. I, I'm really taken by that. So that moves me. Um, but there's a lot of cool things we've sold. I mean, we we sold a guy's... Uh, car i mean he shipped the car back in pieces from europe he assembled it he restored it back in the 70s he won all kinds of awards and he passed away and his family wanted to sell it so again it didn't bring a ton of money but i mean the history and the story behind it was incredible you collect anything yourself oh that's my problem yes <laughs> uh, you talk to my wife and she'll tell you i can't buy anything else but um yeah i collect uh, cars and motorcycles okay um, and early American antiques and bottles. And, uh, you know, I like a little bit of everything. Yeah. But, um, those are my biggest problems. Um, I understand that you have a contract with the state of Connecticut to sell abandoned or seized items. Can you maybe elaborate a little bit on that? Sure. So the state of Connecticut um, put out to bid a contract, and we got it for selling anything stolen, seized, or abandoned. So what that means is, like, uh, somebody gets a house broken into, and uh, nobody's claimed the items after a couple of years, the state has to liquidate that and put it into a fund. And so we sell that stuff off for them. And, um, you know, it's always interesting. I mean, we've had uh, liquor that uh, they sold, package stores sold to minor age kids, and the state comes in and seizes it, and, you know, then they have us sell off the liquor and, yeah. you know, tobacco and you know, dirt bikes and quads that they've taken off the streets. And, you know, it is interesting. You never know what they're going to walk in the door with. Yeah. So what are they, once a quarter, coming to you with a, some stuff? Uh, they drop off to us almost weekly. Oh, wow. Well, yeah. A lot of season going. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, this has been a, a very informational show. I really appreciate your time. Hopefully the listeners do as well. Uh, Pat, if people have additional questions about the auction process, can you just remind them what's the best way to get in touch with you? Well, again, uh, back to our website, it's uh, goldengavel.com. The email is goldengavel at att.net. And then the phone is 860-623-2100. 860-623-2100. We're right in East Windsor. Awesome. Really, really appreciate it. Um, as always, guys, if you have any real estate-related questions, whether you're looking to buy, sell, invest, or maybe even get into the wonderful world of real estate, uh, we'd love to chat with you. Uh, we run a real estate uh, pre-licensing school as well. Um, so please don't hesitate to call us, 413-998-7466, 413-998-7466. I'm Steve Ravithis, and I want to be your real estate resource. 